Welcome to the Wesley Word. Hello, everyone. My name is Bailey Meehan, and today on Humans of Wesley, I'm joined by Emma Rivers. Emma, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Emma, can you start by introducing yourself? Yes. So my name is Emma Rivers, as you said. Um, I'm from Florence, South Carolina. I'm a junior PRTM major with an emphasis in community rec and sports management and a minor in nonprofit leadership, which is a mouthful, but I love it. <laughs> awesome. Emma, which is your favorite Disney princess? Mm, Pocahontas, I would have to say. I don't know why, but she's just free spirit, that kind of just thing that I really cool. enjoy. Yeah, for sure. If you could have any animal as a pet, what would you choose? Definitely a sloth. Sloth? Uh, yes. So sloths are my favorite animal. Um, I feel like I embody a sloth just <laughs> lingering around, just kind of doing whatever. Um, they, however, don't like being touched, which is so sad because That's they have like their sad. own personal like ecosystem, which is like weird to think about with an animal. But Like there's things growing on them? Yeah. That you can disrupt? Yes. That's interesting. It is very interesting, but I would definitely want to own a sloth. What do you think is the best bathroom on campus? Mm. <laughs> I I am a frequent bathroom user, I will be honest. So I like, there's one tucked away in bracket. It's like down the hallway towards away from bracket 100. I like that one. But I also recently went to the business school bathroom and I really liked it. It was just, I mean, obviously new and fresh. Also the Douthit Hub dining hall bathroom is very nice <laughs> i haven't spent much time in the new business school so i'll have to check it out sometime um what is the best like free swag item that you've received from an organization in college oh gosh um i was walking to my car one time freshman year and people were handing out like hygiene bags but it had like high quality hygiene stuff like not like the equate like bar soap that kind of stuff it was like I don't even remember but they had like nice lotion stuff and stuff in it and I was like I'm gonna start using this stuff on the reg and so I like remember going to the store and buying it and my friend was like how did you find this stuff and I was like (laughs) in a free hygiene bag that they were giving out (laughs) I don't know what organization it was giving it out but it was very nice and finally which is the worst ACL to tear oh god (laughs) I knew it was coming um I have not enjoyed the left one, and I've done that one twice, obviously. So, but for some reason, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not left side dominant, but it was not a good time. <laughs> and you get tired of people uh, asking you about your ACLs? I don't really get tired of it. I mean, sometimes it's like expected. Like if something comes up, I'm like, all right, when's someone going to say it? Like <laughs> I'm just waiting. But I think it's pretty funny because I mean, to tear three ACLs. Uh, yeah, you have torn more ACLs than you have. Yes. I'm As Wetzel said, I'm sitting at negative one ACL. <laughs> so you, uh, like many of our Wesley friends, are from Florence, South Carolina. Yes. And uh, one of your uh, homies, Matthew Price, was on the, the show previously. And uh, you had me ask him um, if he liked Townhouse 301 Drive-In or Jumpin' Jays better. And I don't remember exactly what he said, but you were adamant that he was wrong. He is wrong. His answer, if you ask Matthew Price, he's going to tell you Jumpin' Jays. However, I'm a 
avid townhouse eater. My family goes every Friday night to get takeout and we eat it at our house, but something about it. The vibes are better there. The food is better. I will be honest, I've only had Jumpin' Jays a few times, but it just does not measure up to townhouse. And if you answer anything else, you're just wrong, simply. (laughs) And uh, returning the favor, Matthew Price would like me to ask you if you think the South Florence or West Florence Walmart is better. Okay, so I grew up going to the South Florence one because the West Florence one didn't exist when I was a child. And so it was always like a big deal to go to the South Florence one. So I feel like I have like a special attachment to the South Florence one. But West Florence was right across from our high school. And so it was like, I went to that one more often, I guess, but definitely South Florence. So don't know what his opinion is on that. But I, the vibes of the South Florence one just seem, you never know what's going to happen at the South Florence (laughs) Walmart. (laughs) And so I just think that one's more fun. And uh, is there anything about Florence that you miss when you're here in Clemson? Um, Besides just like the familiarity of it, I think like family is obviously there, which I miss a lot. Um, I would say as much as I'm not a huge Florence fan, we have good restaurants. We have really good Mexican food. And like, Mm. I definitely miss the Mexican food in Florence. Do you have a recommendation for the best Mexican restaurant in Florence? So I actually have several. My go-to is Mi Tierra. Um, I like La Bamba also, though. There are some that I would avoid not going to name names because it just feels rude, but, um, some are more expensive and don't feel worth it, but me is my go-to. There's gotta be a bunch of choices. I feel like there's, there's like one on every corner. There's something like, like, something like 11 <laughs> Mexican restaurants in the Clemson area. Oh so my gosh. I can, imagine, I can't uh, imagine how many are in Florence, like driving, like even like in my head right now, driving down the roads, I'm like, there are so many. And for what? <laughs> so Emma, what brought you to Clemson? So, great question. I don't really know. (laughs) I've been a Clemson fan my whole life. Um, Grew up watching football when we sucked at it. So, like, I feel like I have a a special attachment going to elementary school and being like, yeah, I know we lost, but I'm still wearing my Clemson shirt. What about it? Um, I had a hard time choosing between Clemson and Wofford, actually. And then one day, this is kind of a long story, but like... I was going to make my decision based on which acceptance letter came first in the mail. And then on Christmas Eve of 2019, they came on the, no, 2018, they came on the same day. They both came (laughs) on Christmas Eve. And I had not told anyone that was how I was making my decision. And so my dad like had them stacked and then like separated them and handed them to me. And I just remember going, oh my gosh. And he thought it was like out of like excitement, like, oh, she got into college. But in my head, I was like, now I literally don't know what I'm going to do. And so then one day, I guess I just like woke up and I was like, I mean, I guess I'll go to Clemson. Like <laughs> there was no like special moment. My brother was here. We were pretty close growing up. So I was excited to be with him again, that kind of thing. Yeah. Was it a unique experience having a sibling that already went to Clemson when you showed up? I think it was definitely. Um, It was nice because I got to come up here and visit my junior and senior year. So like kind of envisioning myself in the shoes of a college student, seeing what it was going to be like, and also just knowing that I had someone close by, like Florence isn't that far, like it's three, three and a half hours depending, but having someone like down the street for me was nice going to college. And so I think that was a big portion of me making my decision. And so at the the top of the show, you mentioned that you're a PRTM major with some concentrations and things. Yes. Um, but you didn't start off as a PRTM major, right? I did not. <laughs> I started out as a bio major and quickly realized that I was not cut out for that. And it wasn't even... Like in bio, I say I did pretty well, but like chemistry was not my jam. I vividly remember 
struggling and then coming to Wesley and being like, please, someone help me. And they were like, uh, what do you not understand? And I was like, everything, absolutely everything. And so then my mom was like, well, just drop the class. And I'd like never considered that because like in high school, it's not an option. Like you either yeah. you guys you it out. swim or drown. Like it sucks if you don't get it. But like, and so I was like, well, I guess I could drop it. And then just... I took a nonprofit leadership class my freshman year in place of chemistry. Since it was a four credit hour class, I had to enroll in another one in order to stay a full-time student. And that was kind of what piqued my interest. And then just in talking to Caroline Self actually was the one who like told me about PRTM and was like, I think you would like really like this. And like in talking with her, just decided that that was more of what I was wanting to do. And so that's how I ended up in PRTM. And so what's been your favorite part of PRTM so far? Um, I would definitely say like the way we do work, like that sounds weird, but we take exams and such, but we do more project-based stuff. And so it's more fun to, and more realistic, honestly, to have these like projects that we do that we present and they do a lot of hands-on things where they, they bring people from the community in and we get to present to them and they give us feedback. And so it's just nice knowing that Sometimes like when you're doing schoolwork, it's like this is literally just for a grade, but it's a lot of things you can take into the work world and know that. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess PRTM is, is kind of a very kind of project management yes, focused for sure. degree. Um, can you navigate Lahotsky? No, absolutely not. <laughs> there is, it is called the rat maze and like for good reason. Like I love Lahotsky, like the vibes in Lahotsky, absolutely amazing. But I still to this day get lost <laughs> honestly the only reason that i know prtm is headquartered out of lahotsky is because i got lost one day and stumbled upon the uh, offices for prtm so yes it's it is a trip and a half one of our professors is um actually in a wheelchair and he's like explained to us that like you have to go in one floor get on an elevator get off of that elevator go to another elevator to get to like the top floor and i'm just like why why and i know they're remodeling it but i just i don't know something about it being a rat maze makes it that much more fun <laughs> And so you mentioned you have a uh, nonprofit leadership minor. Uh, what kind of stuff do they teach you in nonprofit leadership? So kind of just like the same thing with like it's business based, but it definitely has like a, a twinge to it of like what happens in nonprofit. So like talking about like budgeting, how like we don't have like a set budget and things. And so like we rely a lot on fundraising and then management is different because it's a lot of volunteers that we're relying on and that kind of thing. So it's been a lot of fun. One of the classes was we focused a lot on like, it may have been one or two weeks in the class of trying to get volunteers to help and like how to recruit people and how to do it without like being super annoying. Because I mean, sometimes it can be a hard thing to do to be like, hey, come volunteer without being like in someone's whatever, just being annoying. So so you're uh, wrapping up your junior year now. Um, so what do you think you're going to do after college? Um, Great question. <laughs> I am, yeah, so wrapping up junior year, um, I've worked a lot in churches for the past couple of years. Like, I've worked at St. Mark and Seneca. This coming summer, I'll be working with Clemson UMC. And so, kind of, de like, debating being in the ministry world, that kind of thing. Not exactly sure yet. So, don't ask me too many questions. <laughs> but, um, I think I'm going to be done with classes in December and then taking spring semester senior year to like completely figure things out like full-time job search that kind of thing so ask me in a year and maybe i'll have an answer <laughs> yeah we'll have to uh, revisit that another podcast episode. yes <laughs> 
So I know, um, Emma, you're a pretty big fan of, of TV shows and, and movies and things. What's the, the best, you know, TV show or movie you've seen recently? Oh, gosh. Recently. Um, I... Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I love TV so much. I've gotten into a really bad habit of rewatching shows and so I just rewatched Gossip Girl for the third time so like that's fresh on my mind of like I love Gossip Girl. I was gonna ask what's the TV show you've watched the most times? Is it um, Gossip Girl? Gossip Girl or One Tree Hill is the one I've watched the most. Um, I tried to start there's a new Gossip Girl on HBO Max they like rebooted it but it's like completely different storylines. I tried to watch that but it just wasn't the same as the old feel. Um do you watch a lot of TV live or do you watch most like streaming services and things? Mace, mm, mainly streaming, I would say. I watch Grey's Anatomy live because it's for some reason still going on on TV. I might say it was like the 80th season or <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> so we're on season 18 right now. Um, I did see that it got approved for season 19. So uh, here we go again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ellen Pompeo, like she's had like many interviews where she's like, I'm done. Like, please stop making this show. But everyone's like, no, don't do it. It's a good show, but it's not as dramatic as it used to be. So like I haven't kept up as much with live TV as I used to, but that is the one that I will like Thursdays at nine o'clock. You'll probably find me either doing that or saying I'll watch it the next day. So what's your favorite of the streaming services? Um, what do you think has the best content? Uh, I like Hulu, but I don't like watching the ads that are on Hulu because I don't yeah, have true. enough money for Hulu Premium. So I'm not going to pay that. But I think they have the most HBO Max, I would say, is best for movies and Disney Plus is my go-to for like throwbacks of like obviously like Disney shows and old movies and that kind of thing. Netflix has gotten better with their Netflix originals. So there's my ranking, I guess. Yeah, great. <laughs> so you've uh, mentioned to me before that you like uh, going on late night drives. Oh, and, yes. Uh, you know, where, where, where do you like to, to cruise around here? I frequent... QT. Um, that's just got to get a $1 slush and maybe a donut. You never know. Um, I often kidnap people to do that. I call it kidnapping. I, I text them before I <laughs> ask them if they want to go, but I drag people with me. Um, last year, I would often just go and sit at the dikes at like midnight because I mean, no one's out there. It's just peaceful, serene. Um, that's, I mean, sometimes just find myself on random back roads, like just Sometimes I get lost and sometimes I have a GPS back, but it's it's a vibe. So you talked about uh, kidnapping people. I think you're very good at um, you know going out of your way, meet new people, uh, make friends. You yeah. make friends really quickly. Yes. Um, do you have any advice for people as to kind of how to be, you know, how to how to get out there and make friends? Um, I think Steve is the best at saying it. Like, hello, my name is blank. What's yours? Like, that is honestly what I do. Um, sometimes my go-to is like finding something unique about someone be like oh my gosh like I love your such and such fill in the blank here shoes shirt whatever um also just like we talked about earlier like the ACL thing like being the butt of the joke sometimes like gets you a lot of friends like being able to laugh at yourself I think is a good way to do that um just be open like if you want to like we always talk about like Wesley friend cr crushes like you have a friend crush go tell them like that's exactly what Emma Simon and I did freshman year like she came up to me and she was like I really want to be your friend and I was like no because I really want to be your friend and so then we just became friends 
Um, yeah, you talk about being open. I think you're, you know, very good at just being who you are. Yeah, and I uh, try. <laughs> you know, being an open book. Like, do you have any advice to people how to be confident in themselves? Um, I think everyone needs to just own their own story. Like, life happens and sometimes it does suck. Like, that's just the truth of the matter. And so... Obviously, don't, like, air yourself out to, like, everyone, but, like, find your few close people, but then, like, if you, I don't know, like, if you have an urge to be more open, like, I don't know, just, you got to start somewhere, so start with something small, like, make a joke about something, I don't know, I often go to humor as my (laughs) go-to with being open, so that's what I would say. Yes, and, um, you know, with being super open about yourself one thing that um i've been impressed that you're very open about with like mental health and therapy and things um you know when would you recommend someone seek out therapy um i would say when as early as possible because i'll be honest i used to not be as open about it and i would try and pretend like i wasn't having issues and like because i think that's the downfall of being so open is everyone sees you as this happy all the time and like I am pretty happy all the time like I would say but I mean there are days that I'm just down and sad and so for a while I put it off and put it off and put it off but I would say at first if you don't think therapy is what you need to go to then talk to just like a close friend or even an adult Yeah, sure. and from there just kind of navigate it I mean I'm always someone I'm an open ear I'll tell you my story I'll try and help you through yours like I want everyone to be the best version of themselves they can be so um switching gears a little bit you know we you mentioned um working with the the church um you've had a quite a few different jobs over the the past few years <laughs> right you worked at spill the beans yes, or something for yes, a while yes yes uh, did you like that or did you get tired of ice cream or so I love ice cream ice cream is definitely my favorite dessert I would say um I loved working there. It was very busy. It was just mindless work kind of thing. Um, it was tiresome. Sometimes people would be like, let's go to Spill the Beans. I'm like, I was just there for <laughs> six hours yesterday. I don't want to go back. But I I liked it. It was a good summer job, especially like just having friends come and visit. And then <laughs> I would often put like on Snapchat and be like, I'm working and whoever comes first, I'll buy your ice cream. And like people would just show up and I'm like, yay, now I have friends, but I'm also like broke now. But it was not actually, I get a discount. So if you, <laughs> I'm going to be back there this summer probably. So if you ever want a discount, hit me up. <laughs> um, and you mentioned working with uh, St. Mark uh, over in Seneca. What did you do for them? Yes. So I was the children and youth ministries intern. Um, I did several things. We have a Wednesday night service for them that I helped with. I wrote children's sermons, still write. I'm there throughout the rest of the semester, but still write ch- children's sermons, help with Sunday school. And then with like youth, we go on more trips. So like things like Revolution, we went to Asbury Hills back in the fall, just things like that. Just being kind of closer in age to them and getting to know them better has been a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. You um, you know, mentioned you, you're thinking about maybe going into ministry. Has, has working with them made you want to do youth ministry potentially or made you definitely not want to do youth ministry? So definitely, I would say like made me want to do it. Um, I think... And like no hate to the children, but like not a big children's person, like definitely more so the youth aspect of things. I've always wanted to work with like older people, like geriatric age, but this has opened my 
thoughts to maybe doing youth and college age and that, that kind of stuff. So it was it's nice to have that experience and not just be set in one thing and one thing only. Okay. Um, and another uh, unique thing about you, you drive a pretty uh, noticeable car. <laughs> yes, I drive a green Volkswagen Bug. <laughs> when did you get the Bug? I got it for my 15th birthday. Um, that was the car I'd always wanted. Like my parents, like that was like the one thing they're like, what car do you want? Like, we'll do our best to get it. And so it is actually from Kentucky. My dad did a whole search of trying to find a green bug because he was like, that's what Emma wants. Like, we're just going to try and do our best to get it for her. And so I remember my 15th birthday, like my mom had already gone back to school because she's a teacher and they had like pretty much convinced me that I wasn't getting this car. And I was like, dang, like that's just, that kind of sucks. Like why it got the car he wanted? Why don't I get the <laughs> car I want? Like whatever. And so then my dad like came in, I was still asleep. And apparently he and my brother had secretly gone to get this car from the guy who had brought it down here from Kentucky. And they came and woke me up and he was like, I need you to come like check outside real quick. And I was like, groggy. I was like, what the heck does this man want? (laughs) So sure enough, open the door and there's my green bug sitting in the driveway. So it was very exciting. It's just always been something you wanted? Yeah, I don't really know why. I was just, I feel like I am a unique person and it just very much is a fitting car. And everyone that I like say that they're like, yeah, I can't see you driving anything else. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't make sense for me to drive anything else. Do you like that everyone can, you know, notice you driving around town? Yes and no, because (laughs) sometimes like you want to be in like incognito mode. And I'm like, there's no way this is going to be possible, especially like in high school. I'm sure my parents were like, very happy about it not that I was like sneaking around everywhere but like if I was like going to do something that like buy my mom a birthday present one year I remember doing that and like she was like where were you going earlier I saw your car I'm like oh my gosh like I can't go anywhere and then uh switching gears again um what brought you to Clemson Wesley so I grew up United Methodist I have a very deep roots in United Methodism if that's a word (laughs) my granddad is a United Methodist preacher so was baptized in the Methodist church, went to a Methodist church in Florence that I'm still a member of. And then just my brother came for a year or so to Wesley. And so I'd heard of it. And also um, my home pastor, Josh at home is best friends with Steve. And so he was like, when he heard that I was going to Clemson, he was like, are you going to go do Wesley? And I was like, I was planning on it. And so when I came to orientation, they were at the table. And so I went up to Steve and he kind of already knew me like, somewhat I'm sure from Josh saying stuff and then it was funny when I walked up <laughs> he looked at me and backstory everyone thinks me and my brother look just alike I don't see it I, w- I would agree with that okay <laughs> and so I walk up to the table have never spoken to Steve in my life first thing he says is you're Wyatt Rivers little sister and I was like I can't escape this <laughs> <laughs> and so from there I just kept coming and then definitely found a awesome group of people so it was definitely worth coming What's been your, your favorite thing you've gotten to do with Wesley so far? Ooh, there's so many. Um, Probably the beach trip last year was a lot of fun. It was just a lot of people that I didn't, like I knew of, but didn't know very well. And then got to know them just with it being a smaller group at the beach. And so that's why I'm super excited for this year's beach trip, because I know there's more people coming. And so it'll be even more opportunity to get to know people. But the beach trip was just a lot of fun. Yeah, the beach trips are great because they're very relaxed. Yes. And uh, just time to hang out and get to know people. It's yes. really great. I definitely enjoy retreats also, though, because I'm known for not sleeping on retreats. <laughs> <laughs> and so just 
rawest form of Emma is at a retreat, like two hours of sleep max. (laughs) So if you ever see me in that situation, ask me anything and I promise you'll get an answer. (laughs) So, um, you know, the, essentially the first ever podcast episode I recorded was with Lauren Hunley. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was the beginning of the school year. And so she was just getting ready to start her small group. And I know you've been a pretty avid attendee of Lauren's small group. Uh, What's been your favorite part of that small group so far? Um, I definitely like just the chillness of it. Um, the, just anywhere it could go anywhere like I think we all are like basically on the same page when it comes to like the different topics we talk about about anything but I think we all have different hints of things just based on how we grew up because like some people grew up Catholic and some people grew up Methodist like me and then other people are Southern Baptist not to call out Bella but (laughs) (laughs) but it's just interesting to hear the backgrounds that everyone has come to to determine their own faith and so I really enjoyed like expressing how I feel about things, but then also being open to how other people have considered things. And so that's been really fun. And you guys um, discuss different parts of the Bible, right? Yes. So just different stories. She sent out a Google form, Lauren did at the beginning of the semester and was just like, if you want to talk about something that like you're pretty strong about, just different things. Like we've discussed like how we interpreted the story of like Jezebel when we were growing up, like I know we talked about Daniel, like just different stories, different parts, different, not even just stories like this past week, we talked about like the concept of sin. And so it's like pretty like deep stuff, but it's good to talk about it and hear different points of view and that kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I uh, I feel like everyone in Wesley is already friends with you, but um, <laughs> in the event that someone is listening to this podcast and is not already super great friends with you, um, how can they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, I also enjoy Snapchatting. <laughs> so if you want to find me there, um, also just find me at Wesley. I live in the Wesley building. I don't actually, but I've been, I'm at the Wesley <laughs> building all the time. So it is pretty likely that you'll walk in and see me either there doing work or asleep on the couch. <laughs> so, but please come be my friend. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Emma. You're welcome. The Wesley Word is a production of the Clemson Wesley Foundation. For more information about Clemson Wesley, check out our website or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, get out there and love your neighbor.